Hello, and welcome to the CHSS Teaching Academy podcast. My name is Carrie Holshue, and I'm an associate professor in the San Francisco State University School of Nursing. This podcast is a part of the College of Health and Social Sciences Teaching Academy, where we center this college's faculty members whose passion for teaching is the spark for the personal, professional, and intellectual growth of our students and ourselves. In today's podcast, we will be talking about the transition to Canvas, and I'm so excited that joining us today are two of my favorite faculty colleagues in CHSS. I'd like to ask each of my two colleagues here with me today to please introduce themselves. Um, Christina, would you like to start? Sure. I am Christina Suniga. I am full-time faculty lecturer in the School of Nursing. I teach reproductive health lecture and simulation and clinical, um, and this semester lab. Great. Thank you so much. And Sharia? Hi, I am Sharia Taylor. I am an associate professor in the Child and Adolescent Development Department. I also serve as the director of Healing Circles in the College of Health and Social Sciences as part of the uh, Race Collective Initiative. Thank you so much. And thank you both so much for being here. Um, I, I asked both of you um, if you would be generous enough to share a little time with us, because as you know, the whole university, the whole CSU is transitioning to Canvas. And um, you are both kind of in the vanguard in terms of your work transitioning and I think um, have a lot to offer to the rest of us who are also trying to follow along behind you and make that transition. So um, I want to start with just a general kind of a question, which is um, what are some top kind of tips and tricks you might have for faculty who are right now or very soon going to be going through that process of transitioning their courses from iLearn to Canvas? Well, not to do a little plug, but there is um, some support going on there. Uh, I am also a Canvas coach. Um, again, not a Canvas expert, a coach, because I am still learning a whole lot and having some super epic fails on Canvas weekly. <laughs> I'm learning. My amazing students have been so gracious to me. But uh, there are some things that I have moved through because I have been doing this now for I, I transitioned last I started transitioning last summer so I've been figuring out a few things but it just also helps just to talk and walk through things see someone else's canvas site see some things they've done see how they've done it so it's uh so that's that's what's happening there's also and this is through CEDL and there's also videos that we've created for little how-to's um that have made a difference for each of us and and you can also schedule you can schedule one-on-one -on -one appointments with a Canvas coach, as well as look through some of the guides, which I think are really, really helpful. That's that's really great, and thank you for bringing up that like, yeah. sort of collection of resources. That's a that's a really great place for someone to start. I just realized maybe a, a better way I could ask this, and I'll I'll ask you, um, Christina, first if you wanted to to try to respond to this is, and 
this is inspired by what you said, Sharia, about um, fails, because we have successes and fails, and that, that's how we learn, right? So um, I wonder if each of you could mention maybe one thing that's worked really well and maybe uh, one challenge that you've encountered. I feel like the or- the ability to organize in Canvas it has really helped me because uh, in the um, when we're looking at the class and in, in the dashboard, you really have the opportunity to make it yours and color code it and give it a image that is really that resonates with your class and also put them in order of how you kind of picture your week or how you picture your day uh, and the order of the classes really the way I use it is if they're Monday classes they go on the at the very top and organize it by the week basically um i so i find that to be a super helpful trick just visually it helps me organize how i'm going to move through the week and through, through each class mm-hmm. um i think one of the biggest learning points i guess i could say would be to that not everything works as I would think that it does. So it's not as linear, right? So announcements, for example, while it sounds really great because you think all the students are going to get them, they'll only actually receive them through their email if they set it up that way. So they have to know to make those changes within Canvas in order for them to even receive it. So it may not be something that they would get before the class starts, for example, since we haven't had that conversation. Thank you so much. That's a really good point about the announcements. Sharia, <laughs> um, what comes to mind for you? Uh, I think what I like most, I think it's very similar to Christina in terms of just the organization. I love the very clear to-do lists, for instance. Um, it's made grading and also the grading features um, are very different than I learn. And I feel it's cut down some of the issues that I had with different things. And we can get into more specifics in a little bit. But the grading, the to-do list, even for students to go in and see assignments and have it, you know, timed. Like have it, this is what's due, this is what's coming up. I mean, I just really appreciate that there's just a place that you can go to, to just for students just to see assignments. And even for myself with grading and have a to-do list on the side that pops up. Um, I didn't know they didn't get the announcements if they didn't sign up. So now I'm like, oh crap. Um, <laughs> I will, you can edit that out, but I will see about <laughs> that now. I'm like, oh, shit. Um, I didn't know either. Oh my God. I was just no idea. And then uh, I'm like, oh, I don't get it. I don't get it. And, and then it, I clicked that they have to go into their preferences. I can't remember now. Yeah, I have to go yeah, in. The notifications. Can, yes. Yeah. The notifications. Uh, okay. Well, I sent some really great announcements out too. Okay. <laughs> so there we go. Um, not knowing certain things that you think are really just simple, basic things are not as simple and basic. Um, and there's just a few things that I've also noticed you would think intuitively would work a certain way and don't, um, like for me, the peer review feature in Canvas, you would think it's amazing because there is a, it does like do this really automated, um, random kind of selection of peers, 
But if they if they submit something late after the date, they, they don't get assigned a peer to review. So it only works if students literally turn something in on time. After that due date or after that time, they won't be assigned a peer and they won't be able to peer review. So those kinds of things, you know, you got to just try it and see how it works. But given that a lot of students don't submit things on time, that's kind of a, that's very problematic for if you have a peer review assignment. So that's good to know. (laughs) That is also good to know Uh along the same line. Sort of what I'm hearing is it has a lot to offer organizationally and especially I think for visual people, you know, if you'd like to kind of, uh, it's a more, um, what I'm hearing is it's uh, maybe easier to navigate in the way that we are now used to navigating things right on screens, but also um, there's a lot that's not apparent. And I think that's why, um, as you were both saying, it's important to kind of like get into it and have those conversations and just sort of learn. Um, I, I want to move us on to the, to another question, which I, I think is super important. And um, I will admit that I have a feeling, and so this is sort of coming from a thought that I have that as we transition from iLearn to Canvas, it's an opportunity um, for kind of like a restart. And in one of the major priorities that we have in the College of Health and Social Sciences um, in particular, which is JEDI, right? Um, And so I wanted to ask the two of you what you saw in terms of the potential for supporting um, uh, inclusivity, accessibility, um, community in Canvas, especially for folks who maybe are kind of taking this opportunity to look at how they're presenting their course and might want to invest in that. Well, I don't know that I can speak to necessarily the difference between what iLearn offered and Canvas, but I just, I do incorporate more images. I'm finding I am incorporating more images just in the um, homepage and more links to make any assignments easily accessible. Um, And that I do feel like the accessibility is different in that because it is a little more user-friendly and you can see the assignments and um, the layout of the course in various ways, it really can adapt to different learner styles and different ways of just being able to organize themselves. So students can kind of pick what is easiest for them. Um, to access the information. And it's, of course, the same information. It's just different ways to view it, which I find to be super helpful. Uh, I also really like that there are built-in other other platforms for other media sources. So you can link internal or external, um, put in links, rather, that are internal or external to the course or even Canvas so that they can have access to materials. And some of that is in the form of videos. Some of it is in the form of movies so that they can have 
images that are more inclusive. They can see the lived perspective of a range of people that are in this reproductive health setting. Mm -hmm. Great, thank you. Sharia, what, what, what comes to mind? Yeah, I think uh, I agree with all those things. I'm I'm still very much learning about how to make you know see all the tools. I think there's so one issue to right now. I will say just to be super transparent is that there's a lot of things that seems like you're able to do, but we don't have access to as faculty because I'll get all these notifications. You need admin. You need authorization. So there are some tools that I'm really interested in. Like there's something called collaboration that seems really useful that I Googled and some people are doing interesting things with students are able to take like group notes and do group things like that. Um, but I don't have authorization for some reason. So there seems to be some tools that I think, you know, as a, a campus, we need to kind of massage and see. Um, Cause I think everybody's just getting started with this too. So there's a lot of things I don't think they even realize we don't have access to. But um, but it seems like there's some things you can play with. The other pieces that I think have been helpful for me that I'm able to do that I really like are the ways that you can set up pages. Like my homepage, I have a resource button on there. I have a button that says need help. And when you click on it, there's a whole page that I've created where, you know, the campus resources are listed, tutors and advising. And so it makes things like that versus how and I learned where I had to like just list everything out. That'd be, you have to scroll and scroll and scroll. I can create these really cool pages that are much more, I feel accessible, sexy in a way, easy to navigate, easier to navigate because I can insert buttons and things like that and, and have really nice pictures that, I think creates a bit more of an intuitive kind of navigation, um, which I think really supports students and just feeling more connected to not only the course, but the resources across campus that oftentimes we don't have in one place. Um, and they don't read the syllabus as much as I would love to. I just don't think they read my syllabi. So, um, so I like it for that reason too. I like the control you have over the pages and the ability to really create, put a lot of information on there though, but it doesn't feel or look overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, sorry to interrupt you. Um, as far as building community, I really do like the discussion, yeah. the discussions part and having the students put reflections on there and having them comment on each other's reflections. I find that they find support in each other in that manner. So weekly discussion pages, just of any general comments, concerns, also they don't get used as much as I would think would be beneficial for them, but those are pretty optional the, where the reflection ones aren't so that they really do have to interact, but they choose who they're interacting with. So they build community that way. That's that's also a really good point. Thanks, Christina. Um, I want to go to one more question, which is, um, and we've touched on this a little bit. So for example, Sharia, you were talking about how there are these other potential capabilities that we maybe 
can't access right now, but maybe could at some point in the future, which is actually really exciting to know that there might even be more as we get a little bit more sophisticated as a group um, at using Canvas and hopefully um, are able to, to use it to its full potential. Um, my question though is, um, is there anything that you've noticed so far that maybe is missing in Canvas and it might be something that used to be an iLearn that we don't have in Canvas or it might be something else, maybe something that was never an iLearn but could still be useful. One thing I can think of, I miss my emojis. <laughs> I worked so hard, okay, to <laughs> on my iLearn pages during COVID and I missed my emojis. I'm sure there's a way to do that. Um, that involves some kind of HTML, whatever that you got to figure out how to do. But I miss emojis. Um, I haven't quite figured. I guess I could save them as pictures and import them. But I mean, that's still it's still a little. It's just different. Yeah. I used to, be able to put like emojis on my module, you know, on the module sections and they be able to see them without clicking on a page. I do miss that. Um, being able to just have everything very front and center, some some things, you know, um, versus having to always go to pages to see things. Um, but I do like so far what I've seen, like, you know, you're able to embed YouTube videos. And so there, it's like this trade-off, right? There's, there's, there's a bit more, I think, sophistication um, but again, that's just like a learning curve to really know what is available, but I've taken other courses that use canvas and it's like, wow, like what they're actually able to do is like, whoa. Um, and I'm also, what I really also like are like the commons where you're able to access templates and from other universities and other places where they've created really cool like home pages and welcome pages and you can just like import them and then individualize it for your own course. So I like that. I learned didn't really have that capability. I mean, you could ask someone to download their stuff and you can import it and hope you like it, but you're actually able to see a lot of examples um, across the CSU and um kind of utilize bits and pieces of what you like, which is really cool. So it creates, that creates in its own sense, a community around, you know, just developing our Canvas sites and people utilizing others' um, clear talents <laughs> that, <laughs> that I don't have time in the day to develop. So, yeah. I'm so glad you brought that up because I agree. Commons is a really cool thing and I really haven't had the chance to explore it that much yet, but I, think it's it is definitely a huge advantage over iLearn which was kind of like a single self-standing mm -hmm. sort of thing yeah well I just want to see Sharia's page I want to go uh -huh. and, the <laughs> and like dig around and see what 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 I can borrow from you yes. <laughs> I actually don't really have I don't feel like I spent that much time in iLearn really the amount of time I spent there I was trying to figure out how to do things in iLearn. I don't know that I even noticed things that are in Canvas that weren't in iLearn um, or the other way around. I do really like um, in Canvas the hopefully future opportunity to also set up um, visiting hours 
which our calendars currently can't do, but it was presented in the introduction course to Canvas. So I'm just hopeful that we end up with it eventually so that it's truly a one-stop shop, right? So students really can come to Canvas, either set up meetings with us, send us messages, do it, do their work, turn in their work, communicate with their classmates. Um, so I'm hopeful for that. Mm-hmm. That's great. Thank you so much. Any any last thoughts or bits of wisdom? For everyone out there working on their Canvas sites right now or soon? Um, I would just say definitely reach out for support. Um, don't spend hours and hours trying to, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like really, you, I mean, there's a lot of energy and even funding going towards helping folks, you know, really transition. So utilize those resources see a canvas coach contact you know at academic technology with your needs um because it is a transition and it's not the easiest so just be kind to yourself and good to yourself do some radical self-care and say help Mm -hmm. Um, versus sit there for hours and hours trying to develop a discussion (laughs) like just don't do it to yourself um and watch some videos there's lots of how-to videos now up that we've done that walk you through some of the basic things um so please just utilize them and just be good to yourselves because it is it's not the easiest of transitions i really highly agree i've used the um one-on-one half hour support one-on-one support and it's helped so much. I just come with my list of things that I really want to do in Canvas or things that I'm having trouble figuring out or understanding from the video. And then, of course, you have someone live explaining it to you. You're like, of course, Mm -hmm. of course it makes sense. Mm -hmm. You you make it so easy. Uh, Having someone walk you through it is so valuable. And if the support is there, it's worth utilizing. It's worth your half hour and some, because then they'll point out other tips and tricks that you don't even think to ask about. That's great. I just want to say, I've just learned so much just in this brief conversation. This has been wonderful. And I really want to thank both of you again. Thank you for taking the time to join us today. I really appreciate it. And I think it's going to be really helpful to a lot of people. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, thank you. It was fun. (laughs) 